Good evening, everybody. This is Rana Ayub. I'm the global opinions writer at the Washington Post, and I publish my reports, news, stories, and podcasts here on my Substack. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, the international outrage over not just India's persecution of the 220 million Muslim population, but the denigration of Prophet Muhammad, one of the most, or rather, the most revered. figure in islam prophet muhammad peace be upon him has been accused of rape has been accused of molesting um his wife bibi aisha not just by the national spokesperson of the bjp nupur sharma but also by navin jindal another party functionary today after roughly around 10 days the bjp has the bharatiya janata party has suspended both nupur sharma and navin jindal from the party but this has this does not seem to be a reaction to mr modi's sensitivity towards the sentiments of the indian muslims the way there has been a consistent relentless attack on the indian muslims over the last couple of years and more intensely over the last couple of months where attacks have been made on indian mosques where every day some hindu nationalist will come on tv and you know will speak genocidal language against the 220 million indian muslim population this is an everyday affair in india but today today these two bjp leaders the spokesperson and mr navin jindal has happened after an international outrage first this week as we spoke in the earlier podcast secretary us secretary of state antony blinken has for the first time orally while releasing the religious freedom report the interreligious international religious freedom report named india as the world's largest democracy where people and places of worship are being attacked this is just 3 days ago and today qatar kuwait oman iran pakistan have issued statements condemning the the attack on the holiest figure in islam prophet muhammad peace be upon him qatar as i am told uh, from what i read of the reports Qatar has told Indian envoy Deepak Mittal that allowing such Islamophobic remarks to continue without punishment constitutes a grave danger to the protection of human rights and may lead to further prejudice and marginalization which will create a cycle of violence and hate. Kuwait demanded a public apology for these statements against Prophet Muhammad and the 220 million Muslims of India which it calls a continuation of the hate which would constitute a deterrent measure or punishment to increase extremism and hatred and undermine the elements of moderation um iran's international news channel um news channel has reported that the iran's ministry of foreign affairs has summoned the indian ambassador to tehran um over the insult of prophet mohammad peace be upon him on the news channel times now the indian envoys have been called the indian envoy in qatar the indian envoy um in kuwait have been called and they have all expressed their regret over the statement saying the indian envoys have said that nupur sharma and 
Mr. Naveen Jindal are fringe elements. Now, this by itself is, this is not helping. I mean, this is really, I mean, Nupur Sharma, just two days after she made the humiliating statement on Prophet Muhammad, an attempt, I mean, it was, Nupur Sharma's statement was a clear attempt to stoke communal passion in India. She's a national spokesperson of the BJP. In an interview to right-wing propaganda website Op India, Nupur Sharma is saying that as soon as there was outrage over her statement on Prophet Muhammad, she was uh, the first person who called her was Home Minister of India, Amit Shah, and her uh, to ex- to express his support to her, and to exp- and she was in constant touch with the Home Minister of India, Mr. Amit Shah. Now, either Ms. Nupur Sharma is lying, or the Home Ministry, or the or or the Indian Embassy, which has said that Nupur Sharma is a fringe element and the Indian government, the BJP government led by Narendra Modi has nothing to do with this. This has long been coming. Today, Qatar has condemned India just four hours after the Qatari Prime Minister met Indian Vice President Mr. Venkaiya Naidu just today and right after for Qatar to summon the envoy from India I mean, this, if this is not an inter- international embarrassment, I don't know what is. It is too little too late. The BJP has expelled Naveen Jildan. The BJP has suspended Nupur Sharma. Both have withdrawn their comments. Nupur Sharma has given a half-hearted apology in which she has first said, uh, first spoken about the alleged humiliation of Shiv Bhaks, uh and the Hindu gods, after which uh, she said uh, what she said about Prophet Muhammad. First things first, Nupur Sharma had initially said that her remarks were actually uh, edited out. And that statement of hers was run by all news agencies and news channels, putting in trouble the journalist who had, especially Zubair, Mohammed Zubair, and others who were consistently reporting on these hate crimes. Today, even the BJP also issued the statement. The BJP said it is strongly against any ideology which insults or demeans any sect or religion and does not pr- promote such people or philosophy. Even today, BJP kept one leg out. The entire affair, the entire conundrum, the entire outrage is over the humiliation and insult where an allegation, I don't think anywhere in the history of the world, has a leader of a national party, especially the world's largest democracy, has ever called Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, a rapist on social media. Never before has this red line ever been crossed, even by the most right-wing conservative leaders across the world, and India, which claims to be the world's largest democracy. Even in BJP's own statement, where it is condemning this, it does not even name Prophet Muhammad. It says any historical religious personalities. Why did the BJP not categorically say it does not accept the humiliation and 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 the insult to Prophet Muhammad, which in turn is an insult to all Muslims around the globe. This what is happening today in India, this global humiliation, which Indians did not deserve. Indians did not deserve this global humiliation. And this apology is coming only because, only and only because it impacts our trade relationships between all these countries. Today, uh, Venkaiya Naidu, in India's vice president, just an hour ago has said, and I quote him, during 2021-22 bilateral, tra- uh, bilateral trade between India and Qatar, 
crossed US dollar 15 billion trade is dominated by our energy our focus is now to expand and diversify the trade basket over 15000 indian businesses are registered in qatar is all of this is all this apology that is being given by the indian state only to save trade ties with arab countries with gulf countries with iran who are strategic allies of india because just 3 days ago india lashed out at the united states over a statement on interreligious freedom where, where united states called india an intolerant country to minorities and what was india's reaction india said uh, oh the us is playing vote bank politics sure i mean you don't i mean one of course what is vote bank politics by the united states i mean it is the same language that we use that right wing trolls use in india you know that anybody who speaks for minority rights is is appeasing a vote bank but just 3 days after india suspends nupur sharma and navin jindal why was this not done earlier why has the prime minister of india still not said a word why should the buck stop at nupur sharma and navin jindal because the buck should stop at prime minister narendra modi had the arab world not issued statement would nupur sharma and navin jindal still have been suspended or removed from the party i don't think so I don't think this is done for by Mr Modi to save or uh, or to or to maintain communal harmony in India if that was the case the moment Nupur Sharma made that statement there should have been an apology from the Indian from the from the BJP there should have been a suspension right away had Nupur Sharma been suspended then and there or had disciplinary action been taken against her then and there the Navin Jindal would not have had the temerity to to cause to or to make such provocative statements about the minority community which will only add fuel to the communal tension between hindus and muslims in india it is too little too late even now if the indian prime minister is really serious is really serious about communal harmony is serious about secularism in india is serious about maintaining india's global image is serious about india being a, a big global superpower Mr Narendra Modi needs to nip this in the bud but he won't because we have seen ever since he was the chief minister of Gujarat till this till this day as I have kept on as I have always maintained in my opinions a lot of times I get called out by some of my very liberal friends saying oh let's develop I mean that was Mr Narendra Modi's past let's not talk about it I'm sorry but this is exactly the language he has used since being the chief minister of Gujarat he has always enabled this dog whistle these attacks on minorities through his silence why has mr modi been silent through one of the worst attacks on the muslim community you see tejasvi surya going to australia and and creating an embarrassment for india by making the kind of statements that we had made about um about the islamic invaders and islamic attacks on india and comparing them to the holocaust why has mr modi not reined in leaders who are making provocative statements against indian muslims why did we have to be at this juncture today for the world to condemn us one after the other when was the last time so many countries iran kuwait oman pakistan america why ha- why have so many countries started condemning india is this is not the need of the hour the need of the hour was for india to find solutions to the internal issues to what's happening vis-a-vis china i mean if our diplomats if our foreign office only has to uh, deal with 
countries that are hurt about the persecution of Muslims in India, when when is the foreign office, when is the foreign affairs minister, when is India's external affairs minister going to focus on what's on the various transgressions made by China or other neighbors? We talk about China, we talk about Pakistan, we talk about having being under threat by neighbors, but what are we doing about it? Because what are we doing about unemployment? What are we doing about inflation? What are we doing about poverty? We're not doing anything because all that we are consumed with day in, day out, in every day in India, you wake up in the morning and you witness hate. You wake up in the morning and you see Hindu nationalists barging towards a mosque saying, okay, we are not going to let, uh, let uh, Muslims worship in this place because this is, uh, this has to be demolished and this has Hindu antecedents to it. What are we talking about? Is this the India that we desired? Look at what's happening with the Gyan Vyapi mosque, where now Hindu nationalists are saying it's not just Gyan Vyapi. Now we want every mosque which was earlier demolished by Muslim invaders and then, I mean, for these temples to be demolished. And then how, how long are we going to go about this? How long are we going to go to stoke communal tension to retain power? Because this hate is real. I see this hate every day. I can tell you in the last one month, the attack on the, the, the sheer anti-Muslim venom that I have witnessed on my timeline, specifically on my Instagram, on my Twitter, the way I have never seen people. And these are not trolls. These are not bots. These are people with an actual photograph. These are people with their employment details calling names about Islam, calling names uh, humiliating the faith, calling everybody a prostitute, calling us the worst possible names, giving us death threats in open. In the last one week itself, the kind of death threats and explicit rape threats that I have received, calling me a jihadi jain, calling me an Islamist. And the, some of the worst language is being spoken by leaders of the BJP. And these are not fringe elements, mind you. Some of the worst attacks against us journalists and people who have been speaking against the persecution of the 220 million Muslims in India, some of the worst attacks against these journalists are by, not just by Hindu nationalists, but by leaders of the BJP. Ample screenshots have been provided on social media by so many of us. Just a couple of months ago, I, I posted a screenshot of a BJP spokesperson saying that my father, who has never left the country except for Saudi Arabia to perform Hajj, was soliciting prostitutes in Germany. This is an everyday affair for each one of us who's calling out the anti-Muslim hate in India. But this is not about me or the other journalists. This is about the less privileged. Yesterday, 800 Muslims were booked under the National Security Act by the Yogi Adityanath government in Uttar Pradesh, the largest state in the country. Why? Because they were protesting against a statement made about Prophet Muhammad. They were protesting on the streets and they were booked under National Security Act. But those people who are making hate statements about gang rape of Muslims, those people who are making statements about annihilating the entire Muslim community, why aren't we turning our attention towards them? The yogi government is demolishing the houses of the, of, of the protesters on the streets. You are taking a fundamental right from every minority in India. You are attacking Dalit systematically. You are attacking Sikhs systematically. You are attacking Muslims systematically. You are attacking Christians. Every day, what are you doing for this country? Who are the real anti-nationals of this country? 
the ones who are protecting and speaking for the fundamental values of this country, the pluralism of this country, or those who are bringing India this disreputation, this bad name where India is being condemned from all quarters. I'm going to leave you tonight to reflect on this. And I hope I can come back to you with, with, as a lot of trolls say, where, when will you give us positive news? I really would love to give you positive news if you let me be a witness to positive aspects of this country. The world needs to wake up to what's happening in India. And Indians should not be told that this is India's humiliation. No, it is not India's humiliation. This is a humiliation of the, of the BJP and the government of the day, which is bringing this disrepute to India. I want you to reflect on this. Thank you so much.